Hey bosses, welcome to another episode of BYOB. Today, it's always going to be a special segment, as you know, but we have a really fun guest. I know we've been doing a lot of solo episodes lately, and although me and Ellie love sharing what's going on in our lives with you, we want to be able to bring you some empowering leaders to give you those resources and knowledge. This way you can have some tangible takeaways as you're listening to our podcast. So today I am so excited to have Sophia Zende Chen on our show. Sophia, hello. Hello. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Yes, of course. So me and Sophia actually met at Pilates. She was my Pilates instructor, but she's more than just that. So I want to tell you a little bit more about her. So Sophia Zende Chen is a content creator, Pilates instructor, spiritual health coach, and entrepreneur based in San Diego. She recently pivoted away from a corporate job in the financial industry to fully pursue her passion in holistic and spiritual healing. Sophia finds deep purpose in being able to serve being able to service the collective by guiding others to see the magic within themselves. And you know, we're going to get to some of the magic today. So (laughs) welcome to the show. Thank you. So excited to be here. Mm -hmm. Yes, we're so excited to have you, Sophia. And it's so fun to hear a little bit about your bio and the things that you're passionate about and all the fun things you're doing. And we also want to give you the opportunity to introduce yourself. If you have anything you would love us or your or our listeners to know just to say hey to everybody. Yeah, I, um, yeah, I'm, I, like Brianne said, I'm a blend of different things. And um, yeah, I think definitely, you know, quitting my corporate job in June kind of opened up a lot of doors for me. And um, yeah, so even though, like, I don't even know for sure, like who I'm going to be in three months. Um, This is who I am right now. And yeah, I'm excited to share my journey. Um, And yeah, share with you guys. There is so much freedom in that though, Mm -hmm. being able to lean into whatever you decide your calling is going to be. And I know we'll touch a a lot on the spiritual side of things, but like, I thought, I think that was just a really great way to paint the picture of, Hey, I don't really know where I'm at, but yeah. I can relate to you leaving the corporate job and now having that aspect of opening the doors into so many different things that you can lean into now that you have that energetic space. Before we jump into it, (laughs) you know that we always share our beverage on the show since it is BYOB. So bosses, hopefully you brought a beverage to share with us. Sophia, what did you bring today for your beverage? I brought a reishi cola with some sparkling water and it's delicious. Yum. Yum. So is that like a through I've seen reishi mushroom like kombucha that is flavored like cola is it like that or how can we find this yeah the one I got it's called um jing soda so it's like droplets and they extract the reishi mushroom and then put like cola flavoring and you just drop them in sparkling water and it tastes it it honestly tastes better than coca-cola to me like it's so good wow yeah I'll have to send you guys the link (laughs) Yes. Please do. We'll put it in our show notes because I'm so intrigued on if for anybody that doesn't know, like Sophia said, reishi is like the ex- extract from the mushroom. So yeah. she's basically drinking mushroom cola. I know yes. it doesn't sound as pe- appealing for people that haven't dabbled into the reishi mushroom space, but so good. Tastes just like cola. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a healthier version, I'll bet. Yes. Right. Reishi mushrooms are so good for you too. And like, yeah. 
all functional mushrooms. Like I've been in a huge wave with like different types of mushrooms. It's awesome. Yes. Yeah. I've been trying it in my coffee, like mushroom coffee. Yes. So anyway, I have to try that. I'm ready. (laughs) So good. Love it. Rianne, what beverage did you bring? Yes. I have a little bit of a hydration hawk hydration elixir that we Mm. always like to mix in so my mom is here in san diego today and we were wandering around the neighborhood and we came across this giant cactus that had prickly pear on them so we gathered a few prickly pear i blended it with some coconut water (gasps) and put some sparkling water in it as well and it it's so oh my gosh if you're watching prickly pear yes (laughs) if you're watching this on video it's like this gorgeous pink color and i'm Mm -hmm. so here for it that I is love so it. fun. I want. It's wow, so you, refreshing. <laughs> yes, it's very good. Like I, I feel very refreshed. I feel like it's hydrating me. It's also got a hint of sweetness, but not like overpowering. Mm. So, mm-hmm. highly recommend if you just want to pick up some prickly pear from your local neighborhood or your grocery <laughs> store. <laughs> <laughs> highly recommend. Awesome. That sounds amazing. I wish I had some. Actually, you know what? We actually do have prickly pear here in Denver. Our garage has some growing on the side of the garage. Oh, cool. <laughs> I never thought I would see prickly pear here, but maybe I'll have to try that. Ellie, that really this good. is a sign. You need to go and try it. I should. I don't, I've never like gathered things from the neighborhood before. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> foraging. Should. Yeah. Foraging. I'll, I'll let some of my foraging <laughs> yeah. rub off on you. But I will say that I didn't wear any gloves while I was picking the prickly pear. They don't have like giant spikes on them, but they have like the tiny little oh. pokey things. I didn't think it was a big deal, but honestly, now it feels just like death by a thousand cuts because like oh, every gosh. time I move my hands, I'm just like, oh, there's one. Oh, there's another <laughs> one. And you can't really see them. So if you go foraging, Ellie, make sure we're you gloved. wear some like. Okay. Yeah, gardening gloves. I, I definitely will. Yes. <laughs> I, okay. Anyway, what do you have for your beverage? So I am also channeling hydration. I tried. I found this at Sprouts, but it's this new. It is an electrolyte packet, so mm. it's called Cure, and I mm. hadn't heard of that brand before for like an electrolyte mix, but it's lime flavored, and it's just an electrolyte packet that I mixed into water. This sounds very boring compared to the two beverages <laughs> you both are no, sipping on. No, it sounds good. But I'm readjusting back to elevation, so had to stock up on my electrolytes, and it's actually been very good. It's not like super sweet syrupy, like I feel mm. like some packets are. Mm-hmm. It's very good. Would mm. recommend. Awesome. I love it. We'll have all of these linked down below because I feel like we had very interesting beverages today. So we did. We'll have to we recap on that. Some new <laughs> things today. Yes. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Happy BYOB. Cheers. <laughs> well, Sophia, I know we heard a little bit about your background through your bio. We talked, leaned in, you know, into that space of having exploration and having that mental energy to lean into what you are doing now. Mm-hmm. But take us back a little bit. I want to, I know that we've talked about this since we both came from a corporate space. Mm-hmm in the financial industry Mm -hmm. both quit in june Mm -hmm. which is so awesome i want to hear a little bit more about your journey of how you got into your industry and how the transition was when you went from a fully corporate job to doing content creation Mm, okay yeah so i would say like i would just start at like i did the traditional route just like everyone else um you know my parents are immigrants and you know going to college was (laughs) non-negotiable So I would say like, I genuinely didn't know what I wanted to do. I feel like no one really does um, when they're applying to schools and picking their major. Um, 
for me, I, I wanted to make my dad proud. So I did finance because he said that would be like, you know, a good, good industry to go into. And yeah, so I did that throughout college and, you know, I was like, okay, I'm going to get a finance job. This is how it's going to be. Like, that's where my mind is at. And so I, you know, did the whole four years. I applied for internships. I got a job at a really good firm that, you know, at the time was, you know, a dream job, you know, everyone was applying and I luckily got it. And I would say that at the same time of like, towards the end of college, I was also starting my spiritual journey. So I was getting very clear on what I wanted in life. And I was getting more in tune with my spirit and at a deeper level than ever before. And so that's why when I started working my corporate job within the first two or three weeks, I immediately knew like, "Mm -mm, this is not it. It, Every cell in my body was saying, fuck no. Sorry, can I curse here? (laughs) Yes, you're fine. (laughs) Every cell in my body was saying, fuck no, this is not it. This is not what I want for my life. Um, My soul was craving fulfillment. My soul was craving something deeper. And so, yeah, that's when I... Right when I started that job, I was like looking for anything to try, you know, because I was just like, what's my passion? You know, everyone asks themselves Mm -hmm. that. What's my passion? Mm -hmm. And I just started like looking at different things, like different certifications to get. And at that point, I was already progressed on my wellness journey and healing journey. And so I was getting my health coaching certification, Pilates certification, breathwork certification, all these things that were just genuinely so lifting for my spirit. And it just felt so good to, you know, get continuous education elsewhere and, you know, just find like passion in those things. Mm -hmm. And from there, I started to create content and, you know, it definitely stemmed from the misalignment of my job. It kind of just wanted jolted me forward to just you know try a bunch of different things and so yeah I was creating content that's when I found out about UGC and how you can you know make your own business basically out of it and that's when I started making money from UGC that's when I was like you know this isn't it for me and I can't continue on with this job of like showing up typing in my spreadsheet job and you know I just thought like there's so many ways to make money and I if I just fully trust myself I know that everything will work out (laughs) Mm, I love that well that passion piece of it ties into it too right it's like it's not just like you went in blindly and was like I don't love my corporate job but I also don't know what I feel aligned in doing Mm -hmm. so I'm just gonna lean into the space and see if it works right you were like this is something that I feel called to do. And I know you when in our previous conversation, you were like, I felt like I was an empty shell of a person. I was was sitting, sitting at my desk, typing away. But like, when you Mm -hmm. lean into that content stuff, you were inspiring people to lean into their spiritual side to find and tap into that passion to themselves. And then that's where UGC or user generated content for those that don't know, that's when it really started clicking into like, oh, 
I compare my passions into creating mm-hmm. content for businesses right. as well as spreading the goodness yeah. of these products or services to other people. Totally, right? totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I would definitely say like the yeah, like you said, like the passion was the big, a really big piece for me. And a lot of the passion came from, um, you know, dealing with my own darkness, my own traumas and, you know, overcoming a lot in my life. So I felt deep purpose in giving that to others. And yeah, like UGC is like a great way to, you know, do that for brands. But I also found my own branding um, for like what I want to give and not just through a product, like what I genuinely want to give back to the collective. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think mm-hmm. social media is like so great in that aspect that you can just offer up on a platform, um, you know, your wisdom that you've learned yourself. Mm-hmm. I think it also takes so much bravery too to kind of not only feel that intuitive message where you said literally every cell in your body was like, this is not for me, but to feel that intuitive message and act on it, Mm -hmm. especially when you said, you know, you want to make your dad proud. You want to make yourself proud. You want to really do things that feel in alignment and that takes so much bravery and also excuse me I also want to call out the UGC so I personally didn't even know what that meant until Rianne told me about it so can you tell a little bit more about what that may be yeah when I hear user generated content yeah before Rianne told me I'm like what does that yeah. mean so for anyone who's out there like what does that mean right. give us a little snippet of that yeah totally so like UGC um from what I've learned is it's basically like, you know, influencer content, these really big influencers with millions of followers are getting paid, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars to make one post. And, you know, you're used to that type of advertisement from like someone that is so far removed from you. And, you know, research shows that it's actually a lot more influential when it comes from a normal looking person, someone that is easily to relate to, not someone that's like getting paid, you know, a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. So yeah, that's like the easiest way I would explain it. It's giving you, it's giving like normal people, um, an opportunity to, show product and show them trying it and then also get other people to trust them with that Mm -hmm. with their opinions and um, then make a purchasing decision so it's definitely a great tool and like anyone any size like it doesn't matter your followers can start which I think is beautiful I think it's really expanding the field of advertising and influencing and content Mm -hmm. creation so yeah that's like a little short description (laughs) Yeah, thank you. That's so cool to hear. And I think the the seeing that relatability and it's almost more organic. Totally. I feel like too, where if you love a product, you can reach out and help the brand with creating content instead of like, yeah, someone calling Kylie Jenner yeah. or whatever who might not even be using a product. Right. Who knows? Whatever it may be. That's really cool to hear more about that. Um, and So kind of talking about like your journey as a spiritual health coach, it's so cool to hear about the certifications, like you mentioned, of breath work and all the different things that you went through. Um, I'd love to hear more about what, what that entails as your, your spiritual health coaching platform and just what lights you up about it. And you can just feel the passion you have for it and that transformation from 
every cell in your body telling you no to hopefully every cell in your body telling yes, yes. you yes. Yes, totally. So I say a spiritual health coach because for me, health coach wasn't enough. It just didn't feel like really aligned with what I was wanted to give. So I, for example, like for me personally on my health and wellness journey, I was always focusing on, you know, the diets, the cleanses, the um, workouts, the different things that are all in, you know, the 3D realm, you know, Mm -hmm. the physical body. And I just felt like I was always searching and yearning for something more, something deeper. And, you know, ultimately I realized it was from my, my soul's craving. It was my soul that wanted to, you know, be unleashed. And so that's why I see spiritual health coach is because I've felt the most, most profound shifts in my own self and my own journey when I incorporated the spirit, you know, God, Mm -hmm. the spirituality aspect. And I think that allowed me to really heal from the inside out. Whereas before I was trying to heal from the outside in. And so Mm -hmm. I think that's something that I wanted to portray in, you know, that title and, what lights me up about it is just being able to give that this pure form of healing to others. And it's incredible because I am not telling people what to do. It's I'm merely a mirror and a reflection for others intuition, you know, cause I think throughout life, with limiting beliefs and experiences, we get detached from our own intuition, our own inner wisdom. And I'm basically here to offer an invitation to look within your own self and see that all of the answers that you're looking for are within you. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's what lights me up. Hmm. That's incredible. And it's just crazy thinking about how much power and energy we have mm-hmm. within ourselves. And it's like when you can harness that, that's when a lot of transformation happens. So you kind of talk about how at the end of college, you you were feeling this pull towards spirituality. Mm-hmm. Is that kind of what drew you in of you, you know, the more you learned about the spirituality piece and not just the outside, but you say healing from the inside. Um, was there a specific time that you're like, this is it, like, this is, this is it. Or you just throughout the journey of learning new things, implementing them, you realize that's something that you wanted to pursue to help coach others in. Yeah. And you know, what's funny is I would say that this is it moment for me came one after I quit my corporate job. So not too long ago, I had a really deep spiritual awakening. And I think, you know, before I quit my corporate job, I was like, Oh, I'm just going to be a holistic health coach. I'm just gonna, you know, help others be more healthy, like make healthy choices and all these things. And it really shifted for me when I had that space to sit with myself. I had that space um, to just grow and, you know, have these deep revelations. That's literally when I was like, this is what I'm doing. This is my purpose. And I was actually with a friend and she 
I was like telling her, I was like, I don't know what I want to call myself. Like, is it holistic health? Like, no. And she told me, she was like, close your eyes and imagine yourself where you're guiding people. And she basically asked like, where are you guiding people back to? And I said, to God, to themselves, to the God within themselves. Like it it was so easy. It was so easy for me to answer that question. And that's where it kind of all stemmed from there. And yeah, so it wasn't too long ago that I had that realization, I would say. That's so powerful. Mm -hmm. We all need a friend like that too, to be able to like pull that out of ourselves. It's so, I feel like when we are there's a lot of power in self-reflection and self-awareness, totally. but there's also so much power mm-hmm. in community because when you have someone to stand alongside of you to notice all of the strengths within yourself yeah. and call you, call you out on the BS that you might be feeding yourself in your mind being like, no, that's not mm-hmm. it, which is so cool because I know you talked about chasing the title in corporate America mm-hmm. and maybe like getting to that one, like one more role, one more prong on the ladder. Maybe that will be it for me. And I felt like that was... In reflection, maybe some of those traits from corporate America coming into play in the beginning of your journey when you were like, maybe the title holistic health coach is for me. Right. I don't know. And but it just didn't fit right. Mm, yeah. yeah. And it was so, it's so true. It was, it's always been like structure for me, you know, like mm-hmm. structure, 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 go to school, you know, you have a routine and then go to the corporate job, you have a routine. And then all of a sudden I have all this space. And I have all this Mm. space to expand. I have all this space to be whoever I want to be. And, but still I was kind of holding myself back. I was like, Mm -hmm. I was resisting stepping into my true power and it was my own self getting in the way. And Mm. yeah, that's, it's so true. Like that shift from corporate to full entrepreneurship is a lot harder than a lot of people think, but it's also the most liberating. Yeah, absolutely. I think a lot of people are feeling that shift or like the pull in that transformation, but it might not look like transitioning from a corporate career into an entrepreneur Mm -hmm. career. But I feel like there's a lot of different phases in our lives that we go through where we just want to skip through that transition, skip through the uncomfortable parts because it's just like, we don't want to be there. It's like, Icky, icky, sticky, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that sticky feeling. It's like we want to avoid it. And I know this is where you come into play too as a spiritual health coach and as the services that you are currently offering. Uh, a lot of your content on social media revolves around having that self-awareness and bringing that spirituality back into your inner self, mm. which is phenomenal. And I want to know how you are able to cultivate that in people, like maybe how, what that looks like for you and maybe some of the questions that you would ask if somebody was like, Sophia, I don't know where to start. Mm. I don't know how to tap into this inner energy Mm -hmm. of mine. What would you tell them? Yeah. Well, I would say that there is no light without dark. And I think that's something that's hard for a lot of people to see is that um, the darkness is actually the most crucial part in spirituality so I would say the number one step is awareness and first of all becoming aware that within every one of us there is pain and there is suffering Um, whether it's someone told you something in middle school that you know stuck with you and created these beliefs around your own self and 
there's always going to be some sort of pain and some sort of darkness. And I think a lot of people, when they think of going on their spiritual journey, it's just going to be like, oh, fairies and butterflies all the way up from here. You know, it's not like that. It's kind of like you go down into the depths of your soul, down into the depths of your pain, and then you heal into this beautiful flower and essence that you are. And so, yeah, I think for me, like with um, how I guide others is merely consciousness, becoming conscious of yourself, you know, your blind spots, the parts of you that you, you know, are too scared to look and really leaning into the discomfort there. Because like you said, like it's crunchy, it's sticky, it's, you know, we don't want to feel it. So we turn elsewhere like, oh no, no, you know, and the only way is to feel into that crunchiness, to feel into the Mm. darkness, to then, you know, liberate yourself from it. Mm. (laughs) That is so powerful. And I I think such a good perspective too, of what you said with there's no light without the darkness. Mm -hmm. And really being aware of if you want to make transformation, you're not going to make transformation by doing what you've been doing. Yeah, You really have to look into yourself. That is so powerful. Mm-hmm. And like you said, too, of realizing you're in your own way, yeah. which can, I'm sure, be a hard realization as well. Mm-hmm. It is so true. And I always say, like, if not now, when, you know, and understanding that the only thing that is separating you between where you want to be and where you are now is yourself and mm-hmm. your own limitations. So understanding where mm-hmm. you're holding yourself back and where you're resisting, um, you know, getting uncomfy, that's where you go to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I said before, it's hard to recognize those questions within yourself yeah. and ask yourself those questions, which is why it's so beneficial to have a mentor, a friend, a spiritual leader Mm -hmm. to be able to like guide you through these things in a comfortable environment, of course, you know, like it's such a vulnerable space to be in. And having that person to lean on to guide you through that journey is just like, it opens your eyes up to so many things because you might not even know that something was limiting you from stepping into your truer self until you're like vocalizing it. Totally. Mm -hmm. And shining that light on it. Yeah. Like you were saying. Exactly. Shining the light on that. And right. It's good to have that mirror. And that's kind of what, you know, coaching is for me is I'm, I am your mirror. I am just merely a reflection of what you already know. And a lot of the times it's, it's hard for us to understand that like we know the, all the answers, the, there's just layers, like, it's like peeling back an onion, you know, there's just (laughs) layers of doubts, fears, worries, um, insecurities that we have to peel back to get to our true nature and our true essence. So yeah, that's, Mm. that's like kind of what, that's just what my way of coaching is. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm so curious because I feel like this is so much of, it's so awesome. It's so amazing to be able to have those resources for people. But for you, I'm just thinking like, this sounds like a lot of energy outpour Mm -hmm. to have people sit with you and talk about do that like deep work Mm -hmm. to sit through the crunchiness Mm -hmm. the stickiness and like getting through to that core Mm -hmm. and 
I feel like for you, I, I know that this is kind of putting you on the spot, but like, I feel like for you, you almost have to like set a boundary of energetic what you boundary. are. <laughs> yes. Energetic boundary of what you are willing to talk about, what you're not willing to talk about in the spiritual journey, because so much of it is like when you're trying to tap into your core, you have to talk about the other stuff. Right. Of like, okay. I have to talk about what else is happening. It's almost like therapy yeah. for some people. Um, so is there like an energetic boundary that you're setting in this journey? I'm so curious about that. Yeah, I think um, I something that's really important is like I consider myself a very sensitive person. So whenever someone feels something, I tend to feel it with them. And like you said, it can be very draining at times, but that's why mm -hmm. I am so grounded in my practice that I do in the morning and night. I mm -hmm. have like this energetic hygiene practice so that I am not carrying mm -hmm. any of these emotions that are not mine um, into sleep, into the new day. Mm -hmm. And I think that is like my foundation in being of service to others. I feel like if I didn't have this source of foundation, I wouldn't be able to be there and provide and, you know, honor the space for others if I didn't pour that into myself first. So mm -hmm. yeah, like my routine every day is I wake up and I, you know, I, first of all, let, I listen to my body. I say, what do I feel today? Like, do I feel like doing my meditation first? Do I feel like doing breath work first? Like, you know, I, I think before I was so rigid with my routine. And um, now that I've incorporated this more intuitive approach, I approach, I just wake up and I say, what do I feel today? And my non-negotiables that I always do is breath work, meditation, and some sort of somatic release, whether it's shaking, tapping, and... Mm. Um, it doesn't look the same every day. You know, sometimes, you know, I do it later in the day, but the commitment is the biggest piece for me, the commitment to myself, the commitment to my practice so that I can, you know, be a, of service to others. Mm. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Yeah, that like, I feel like, you know, me and Ellie always talk about our morning routines a lot or our nightly routines. Sometimes it's like we almost beat ourselves up for not doing it right away or not mm -hmm. doing it on the dot. But it's like, that's so right. It's like, it's what your body should feel yes. and it's how you want to go through the day. And I feel like even though if you are for Sophia, you know, she's a spiritual health coach, but like for other people that are not spiritual health coaches or any sort of like person that's taking in other people's energy, I feel like we all need to do mm -hmm. a little bit of energetic cleansing yes. at the end of the day because totally. you're like i don't need to take that email with me <laughs> no nope. yes. my, my space <laughs> yes yes yeah, yeah i feel that's like i'd be so, so good yeah yes that's so good i love i've been taking notes on like how you said creating that foundation mm -hmm. that in your morning and night you're you're cleansing yourself you're giving yourself space to feel and then in the morning waking up and like allowing your intuition to guide you mm -hmm. so there's so many good things we we've touched on, on, you know, getting out of your own way, setting that foundation for yourself and in that self-awareness too, in that consciousness. So I know you gave some recommendations, but do you have any more recommendations or ways that people can kind of implement, whether it be creating a foundation or things they can do to implement these practices to maybe they're just getting started, mm -hmm. but ways to implement these amazing techniques and practices. Yeah. I would just say for anyone that wants to get started, 
what is your why? Why are you doing this? Is it out of a place of hate or is it out of a place of love? Because I think that's so important for people on whether they're on a wellness journey or spiritual journey is they do it to almost punish themselves. Like, oh, I'm going to start working out today because I need to lose weight and I'm not good enough. You know, it all, it always comes from this belief of I'm not good enough as I am right now. And I always say you can't hate yourself into a place of love. So I would Mm -hmm. say like, if you are on your journey, you want to start your journey, like get really clear on why, you know, why do you want to be better? Why do you want to embark on this healing journey? Why do you want to connect to God? Why is it that you do these things? And once you are connected to that, it's going to just carry you through, you know, your entire journey because you're just going to keep coming back to that why. And even myself, I sometimes get disconnected from my why, like, why am I doing this? Why am I here? And that's like the most important thing is just coming back to this purpose and this deep inner knowing of like this, I'm here for this reason. And I have gifts to share with the world. And so does everyone on this planet. Everyone has those gifts. And yeah, understanding that the magic that is literally within your own self. So yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I that is so powerful. And I wrote down too, like, if you can't hate yourself into a place of love, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. is mind blowing. <laughs> it's like, I, and I think that's something that we all need to hear. I know right now I need to hear that. Mm-hmm. There's things that you really get down on yourself about insecurities, things you want to change. Mm-hmm. And to be able to approach yourself in a place of love, like you said, finding your why and centering it around love. Yes. Like, yeah that, that rocked my world that was so good <laughs> that was so insightful it was so good i was like oh, wow hello yeah eyes open mic drop and you know i feel like there's a lot that we can unpack and keep going off of here but like for some people it could be almost overwhelming to be like wow i am not in that place i don't feel like i am 100 percent myself or in a place to be able to like step into that mm-hmm. right now and i just want to emphasize that that is completely okay mm-hmm. whatever journey that you're finding yourself in right now this is a sp- safe space for you to explore some of those options and um go start start you know start light maybe start journaling about how to go a little bit deeper every day asking yourself those hard Mm -hmm. questions start connecting with a friend start connecting with a mentor but i know for sophia Mm -hmm. you know it also it wasn't always like Mm -hmm. this for you you didn't you didn't just wake up one day out of the blue and was like oh my gosh i am enlightened and now i have all of this information and knowledge in front of me and i think it's always so powerful to reflect on uh, how we came into this journey. Mm. So I want to know, we always ask this to, to our guests and I would love to know what is a piece of advice that you would give to your past mm. self when you are finding yourself, maybe like thinking back to that journey of like, mm, mm. you know, like I said, you didn't just wake up one day and yeah. was who you are, but you really had to get somewhere. Right. Um, but also being present and thinking about what would you tell your future self mm-hmm. as well? So two-part question, yeah. what would you ask yourself your pa- or what would you tell your past self and what would you tell your future self? Yeah, that's a good question. I think it's definitely true what you highlighted. It's like, I didn't wake up one day and, you know, here I am like speaking all these things. Like, no, it came with a lot of ugliness. <laughs> like it wasn't, it wasn't pretty, I would say. 
um, it came with a lot of many years of just being unconscious and just, you know, going through the motions, kind of being a stranger to myself. Um, and to uh, what I would say to my past self in that case is just telling her and I just want her to know that she is enough and worthy just as she is, because I feel like my entire life for so long, I was feeling unworthy and like I wasn't good enough. And that was kind of, you know, lit a fire under me to keep going. And, you know, when you realize that you're doing that out of fear and not out of genuine belief and truth, like that's when everything shifts because you're like, Oh, I shouldn't be making these decisions based on fear or based on, you know, this belief that I'm not good enough. And just, I would tell her that she is enough just as she is. She doesn't have to do anything to be worthy. And yeah, that's what I would say to my past self. And then for my future self, I would just tell her to keep going, to keep going, to keep connecting back to her why and to also honor all I've, I've accomplished, honor my present self with all that I've accomplished and understand that you can't rush a life's work. Mm. Yeah. So good. Thank wow. you so much for sharing yeah. those and like the vulnerability in sharing that too. Yeah, of course. Is thank you. That that's incredible. And um, I think how cool to reflect on that past self and future self. And I know that'll impact so many people too. And is a message that I know I need to hear. We all need to hear yeah. and that we are worthy and to keep connecting. Yes. So thank you, Sophia. Of that course. is so beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> so another question that we love to ask. So this is the be your own boss podcast is just hearing what being a boss means to you. Yeah. I love this question. I think being a boss means to own the fuck out of your life. You're the fucking owner of your life. It means <laughs> that you trust the fuck out of yourself. It means you say yes to life. It means that everything that feels good for you, you are doing and you are aligned with what your heart wants and yeah, being a boss isn't just like, you know, being an entrepreneur. It's about the way you give and the way you receive in life. And yeah, I think it means you're not doing what other people are telling you to do. You are so grounded in who you are and what you want out of life and what you want to give that no one's opinions can shake your own because you are so committed and devoted. <laughs> Mm. Mic drop. Mic drop. <laughs> it's so That's good. so good. So good. Also, isn't it funny how it always, I, Sophia, I know this is your first time on a podcast, but like, isn't it funny, Ellie, how we always come back to that theme of, hmm, being your boss doesn't mean you have to be, uh, you're an entrepreneur or any insert title mm -hmm. here. Mm -hmm. It means that you are leaning into fully what you want to do, having that alignment and tapping into your mm -hmm. fullest self. Yes, I wow. love how you said it, Sophia. Who would have thought? Owner. Yes, you are the owner of your life. Mm -hmm. Like you take life by the reins of 
what energy you want. Like you said, waking up and intuitively feeling, how am I doing today? Like there are so many aspects you talked about in this episode, in this conversation that are great examples of how to own your life. That is such a good way to put it. I love that. Okay. Hold on for a second. My laptop is about to die and I don't want to lose (laughs) this. So just, yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yes. I guess we do need to make sure the recording yeah. saves. This is too good to let it delete. The panic that sets in. <laughs> yeah. Are we okay, plugged yeah. in? Yes, we're plugged okay, in. Okay, good. Oh, that would have been so sad. <laughs> I know. Okay. I was just watching it go from like 10 <laughs> to 6 and I was like, <gasps> we're good. Okay, though. good. Where did we leave off? Last question. Yes. Okay, perfect. Yeah, so I, that was just so insightful because I think also so encouraging when we are, when we find ourselves in a period of transition, when we're finding ourselves in a period of that stickiness, that crunchiness, there are resources, there are things that you can do to tap back into your inner power, find what that is and continue to live out your truest, truest self from yes. your why and from your core. Yes. And Sophia, you emphasize that so, so Thank well. You. And I know that we're leaving this conversation with so many nuggets mm-hmm. to pull from. So how can our connect how can our listeners connect with you and how can we continue yeah, to learn more of from course. you? Thank you so much. This has been amazing on this show. My first podcast, but like honestly, it's been amazing, especially because I'm talking to you guys. <laughs> Um, yeah, so my listeners can connect on Instagram and TikTok. Both of the usernames are Zende Health, Z-E-N-D-E, and then Health. Um, and then I also have a YouTube channel that I recently started, and it's Zende Health as well. And I'm posting Pilates workouts on there. And yeah, yeah, you guys can connect with me there. That's yeah, fun. yeah. If thank you, you want for a. If you want a good sweat, like if you want a really good sweat that you feel so empowered after, check oh, out yeah. Sophia's Pilates. If you are in San Diego, so come to Salt Hot Pilates in Del Mar. I teach yes. a lot there, like five times a week. So yeah, come to one of my classes wow. and I'll make you suffer. <laughs> in the, in the best way. So excited. I'm going to do one of your Pilates videos. I've never done Pilates, but it's something I've always wanted to try. I just, I just like see videos and I know people who do it and they love yes, it. I'm like, I need totally. to try it. So I'm going to do your YouTube videos. Video, yes. And then next time, next time I'm in San Diego, I'm totally, coming yes. to one of your classes. Oh my God. It sounds so fun. Sounds like a plan. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. I love this. This has been so fun and so insightful and so incredible. We loved having you on the podcast. I know, like, again, I've said, like, we've had conversations before, Mm -hmm. Sophia, but I feel like it's just so natural to be able to talk to you and open up the conversation. Thank you. That means a lot. It makes my heart happy. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. (laughs) Thank you so much. You're incredible. And I know we literally, this is our first time talking. I'm like, let's go get coffee. Let's do it. Let's let's go do the Pilates class. Let's do it. You're just, (laughs) so thank you so much for sharing your, your positive energy and your message with our listeners. I think this is such a powerful episode and conversation and one that we can all come back to in many areas of life. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. And before we go, you know that we always love to send you off with an affirmation, mm-hmm. a little bit of something that you can carry with you through the day, through the week, through whatever mm-hmm. phase of life that you are currently going through. So, Sophia, do you have an affirmation I do, for us? and it's a really powerful one. The affirmation is, everything is aligning in my favor. 
everything. Mm. <laughs> I love that. I, I yeah. got chills. I just got chills. <laughs> yes. I love it. You heard it here, bosses. Everything is aligning in your favor. We're sending you the good energy. We're sending you the positive vibes as you go through whatever you're currently facing. But don't forget, always tap back into that inner mm -hmm. boss energy. We love you. You can connect with us on socials at Insta on Instagram at Be Your Own Boss Podcast. And also, we're trying to grow our Facebook community. So this way, you can follow up on all of the good things, have discussions, and as well as connect with one another. So make sure to look up BYOB colon Be Your Own Boss Podcast community on Facebook. And until next time, we will see you later, but channel that affirmation. Everything is working out in your favor. Thank you, Thank Sophia. You so we much. so appreciate Thank your you. time and your wonderful <laughs> message. And we'll see you all next week. Bye, bosses. Cheers, bosses.